I'd like you to open your Bibles, turn to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1. We've been in a series on marriage and family. And today we're going to talk about the relationship between parents and their children. Na leo tutakwenda kusemezea kuhusu uhusiano katikati ya wazazi na watoto. This is a big topic that could last for uh, a year. Inakuwa ni kishina mkubwa yenyewe inaweza hata mwaka mzima mnakuwa nasemezea hiyo tu. But we're going to just uh, give some uh, highlights today. Lakini leo tutaleta tu mfano kidogo. And next week is going to be much different so we're not going to carry on with this series. Na dimanche prochain itakuwa tofauti hatutaweza kuendelea na mafundisho moja moja. So as I'm getting started I just want to ask a few questions. Na mbele tuanze napenda nimuulize maswali kidogo. What is the relationship between parents and their children supposed to be like? Ni relation katikati wala uhusiano katikati ya wazazi na watoto mnazanyae inaweza kuwa je? What are some ideas you have? Mnaweza kuwa najibu wala mawazo fulani gisi ile uhusiano unapasha kuwa. What you say Rick? Yeah, what's the relationship supposed to be? Loving. Yes. Upendo. What were you going to say Hassan? A loving relationship. Unapasha kuwa uhusiano wa upendo. Okay, what else? Nini tena? Discipline. Unapasha kuwa discipline. Yes, that's my father talking. Ah, ule ni baba yake anasema discipline. Discipline. Yeah. Respect. Heshima. Very good, very important. Anything else? Obedience. Obedience, very good. Kuti. Yes. So we're going to look into these ideas and go deep with them. Tutakwenda kuangalia hii majibu yenye tunaleta na kuingia ndani ya uketo wao. Now anytime I do a message like this, I want to be sensitive to all the people who are in our church. Na kwa kila wakati yenye naleta mjumbe kama hivi napenda watu wote mkanisa wetu waelewe. Not everybody in here has a child of their own. Najua kusema haiko mtu wote eko hapa eko na mtoto but I want to tell you that if you come to this church you have children. Napenda lakini kuambie kama unakujaga mwi kanisa ujue kusema uko na watoto. Right now they're all in the Sunday school class. Na watoto wako wote wako kule kumasomo ya watoto. Those are your children. Bale ni watoto yako. You are responsible for them. Na wewe unakuwa responsible wa wale watoto. You are responsible for how they grow up. Unakuwa na ile responsibility kuwasaidia kukomala. You're not as close to them as their own parents are. Najua kusema hauko karibu nao gisi wazazi wao weko karibu nao. But they're still your children. Lakini weko paka watoto yako. I was talking to a friend of mine DJ Alamayu who often comes to our church and sits back there. Alikuwa anaongea na ndugu DJ mwenye nikalaka kule nyuma. He told me that when he grew up in Ethiopia, he could be in some Uh, part of his village anasema wakati alikuwa anakomala kule Ethiopia anaweza jikutana mule mumugini yabo he could be doing something bad in the middle of the village somewhere na anaweza jikutana mbali na kwabo lakini anafanya mambo mubaya and the the uh, people of the village they would see him there and if they didn't even know him they could come up to him and say hey what are you doing na watu wa mwile fazi hata kama bamfahamie ule mtoto bakimkuta tena fanya mambo mbaya and just give him a little slap on the back of the head bamfatia kamoja tu pap you got to behave yourself they would say unapasha kwa mtoto mzuri boy you do that in america you'll get a lawsuit 
Ukipima vile humo wa America wanakuchongea unaenda kusambaa. We're so defensive of our children. Tunapenda kukinga watoto wetu sana. But that's why we have a nation of spoiled brats. Jo pale tunajikutana sasa tunaharibisha na wale watoto wenyewe tunawaharibu. We have to learn how to care for one another. Tunapasha kujifunza namna ya kuangalia maisha ya wandugu yetu na kuwasaidia. You know, here, here in the West we're so individualistic with how we raise our children. Mnajua hii ngambo kwenye tuko tunakuwa na namna yetu ya kukomalisha watoto wetu. It's like nobody can say anything to our children except their own mother and father. Nikusema hakuna mtu yuko na sauti ya kusema juu ya mtoto kama iko baba yake na mama yake. Even grandfather and grandmother has to be careful and stand back. Hata wakambo wala watatee hawana na kitu cha kusema juu ya ule mtoto. That's not good for our children. We need each other to raise our children. Tunahitaji tunahitaji kila ndugu ili tusaidie kuomalisha watoto wetu. There's a famous saying that uh, that is spoken around our country over the last several years that it takes a village to raise a child na kuko misemo yenye nasema umu mwingine yetu inaomba mwingine mzima kwa kusaidia kukomalisha mtoto mmoja i don't really know who's credited with saying that but it's a true statement sijui ni nani mwenye alisema vile lakini ni kweli kwa kukomalisha tu mtoto mmoja unahitaji watu bengi kwa kusaidia so marie said it's hillary clinton who said that first time But it it's true that it takes it takes a lot of people to raise a child in a good way. Maria alileta jibu kusema mwenye alisema hii maneno anaitwa Hillary Clinton na ni kweli kwa ajili ukiona kukomalisha tu mtoto mmoja haiko fasili unahitaji watu wa mingi kwa kusaidia kumkomalisha. In our house we live with my father and my mother and my brother. Ndani ya nyumba ya pastori wanaishi na baba yake na mama yake na ndugu yake mdogo yake And our children grew up in this house with a grandfather, grandmother and an uncle plus their parents in the same house Na watoto wake walikomala ndani ya nyumba moja na makambo yao na muyomba yao pale mnyumba moja Let me tell you that really helped my children not go crazy Acha nimeambie hiyo ilisaidia watoto kukomala na It was really good for them to have in their home somebody they could go to anytime. Ilikuwa mzuri kwa kukomala kwao bakuwa na watu bengi kila wakati wanajikutana ndani ya mambo waende baongee nabo. And sometimes maybe if the relationship with their own father got a little bit tense, they could always go to grandpa and grandma. Na wakati mwingine kama katikati yao na wazazi abiende mzuri balikuwa na ile bahati ya kwenda kwa wakambo na kuwaelezea ile mambo. Because children need somebody to go to whom they trust. Kwa ajili watoto wanahitaji mtu mwenye wanatumainia kwa kwenda kumwambia mambo yao ile bazuiza. That's my introduction to this class today. This ilikuwa ni kuanzisha kwa mjumbe wangu ya siku ya leo. Children obey your parents in the Lord. Watoto mtii wazazi yenu ndani ya Bwana. I want to suggest to you that that means you obey all of the adults in your world who are in Christ loving Jesus along with you. Sasa wakati wanasema watoto mtii wazazi inamaanisha mtii watu wote wanakuwa wakubwa kwenu hapa na ndani ya kiroho. We need to encourage our children to respect 
all of the adults in this church. Si wazazi wenye tuko na watoto tunapasha fundisha watoto wetu kuheshimu wakubwa wote ndani ya Kristu. And to go to them with respect and honor and to get wisdom from them. Na kwenda kwa wale watu wenye walishakomea kuwaongelesha ndani ya heshima na utaratibu na kupata mashauri mzuri kwa kukomala. And then it's quoting from an Old Testament the the sixth commandment that says honor your father and your mother. Na ukenda mu sixth commandment mule mwagano la kale wanasema uti baba yako na mama yako. And this is a, a commandment with a promise. Na hii ndio inakuwa tu commandment moja yenyewe anaipatia na hadi wala promise. What is the promise for you if you honor your father and mother? Ni promise kani yenyewe wewe utapata wakati unaheshimu baba yako na mama yako. Let me hear from this side of the room. Tunapenda tusikie kule kwa vijana. What's the what's the promise to you if you honor your father and mother? Ni nini ile Mungu anakuadia wakati unaheshimu baba yako na mama yako? Happiness, you will be blessed. Utabarikiwa. You will have long life. Utaishi maisha mrefu. So you want to grow and become over 100 years old? I don't know if you want to do that or not. But you will the Lord promises long life to those who honor and respect their parents. Ukipenda kukomea na kuishi maisha mrefu kwa dunia, heshimu baba yako. That's a promise from the word of God. Inakuwa ni Mungu peke yake anatuadia. So even when you're a young adult, you still need to honor and respect your parents. Hata kama unamaliza masomo yako ya sekondari, unapasha kuwa na heshima wazazi wako. Because it's going to give you a blessed life. If you rebel against your parents, even when you're an adult, you rebel against your parents, you are inviting a curse upon yourself. Because whether you know it or not, your parents have wisdom. There's a funny story about a boy who's 15, 16 years old and he goes around saying how stupid his father is. Inakuwa hadisi mbaya kuna mtoto wa Caesar eko nenda kuambia watu wengine kusema baba yangu ni mpumbafu. And he always thinks just what a lame father he had. Sasa tunakuwa anajiuliza baba yake alikuwa ni wacheule. And then he turned uh, up finally into about the age of 25, 26, 27 years old. Na wakati anajikutana kwa na 22 ans, 23 ans, 26 ans, 27. And then he said after very uh, many humbling experiences in li- his life he realized his father became very smart in the last 10 years sasa anakuwa kuona kusema kisha tu kusema ile misemo alisema pala nakomala kwa kidogo njano kwa sababu yake anakuwa tena wa hekima tena sana muikadira miaka 10 sometimes it takes a while to grow in the understanding of how wise your parents are Unajua naomba ukomale ili ufike mwatua kuelewa hekima ya wazazi wako for all of you parents who have young people In your life who are in that stage I pray grace upon you. Kwa nyinyi wote wazazi wenye mko na watoto wenyewe walishatomboka tunaomba tu neema ya Mungu juu yenu. May you have the patience with your children and your adult children to where you can keep loving them until they finally realize how wise you really are. Tunapenda Mungu amepatie roho ya kutulia na muwe watu wa kuchunga mpaka wakati ni watoto watabadilika na watakuwa karibu ya kupokea mashauri yenu. Children you respect your parents it's a blessing for you. Watoto mkiheshimu wazazi inakuwa ni baraka kwenu. Now there's a command for the fathers here. Sasa kuko commandment yenyewe wanapatia sasa wa 
wa baba. Fathers do not provoke your children to anger. But bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Lakini mubadiscipline ndani ya kuheshimu Mungu. Now what does that mean? Na maanisha nini? When you raise your children in the discipline of the Lord means you're teaching them in God's way. Wakati unakomalisha watoto ndani ya heshima ni kusema unawakomalisha mugisi yenye Mungu anapenda wakomalisha. You want to teach them the way of humility? Unapenda kuwakomalisha mnjia ya kujinyenyekeza? You want to teach them in a way of faith so that they grow up with faith? Unawapenda kuwakomalisha na ile roho ya kutumainia Mungu wala kumwaminia Mungu ili wakati anakomala wako na muaminia Mungu. I've heard many uh, parents uh, ones that I grew up with over the years they would say, you know, I don't want to take my child to church because i want them to be able to decide for themselves what they want to be when they grow up kuna kuwa wakati ile pastor alikuwa anakomea wazazi wale walikuwa wanasema sipendi nibebe mtoto wangu kanisa kwa jina napenda mtoto wangu peke yake abebe ile mpango ya kwenda kanisa yenye anapenda that's one of the worst things a parents could ever do sasa hii inakuwa ni kosa kubwa ile mzazi anaweza kufanya cuz what you do is you raise up a faithless child kwa jina unakomalisha mtoto bila imani what we need is faith ile tunapenda ni imani. The only way we can find our way through this world. Imani ndio inaweza kutusaidia na kutuongoza kutembea mu dunia hii. Amen. Amen. So it says fathers do not provoke your children to anger. Inasema wazazi wala baba msikuwe na sirikisha watoto wenu. So what makes children angry? Sasa ni nini inasirikishaka watoto? When they're this big or when they're this big. It's the same thing. Wako hivi Here are some things that we do as parents that can really hurt our children. It makes them angry and it makes them lose hope. I want us all to get this, okay? Mocking children steals their spirit. Ukicheka wale unachekelea mtoto yako I one time saw a, a boy trying to do something and it was too hard for him. And his father just stood back and was mocking him for what a stupid job he was doing. That made me so angry. Na ilifanya mtoto asirike mbasa. I felt like telling that man, "Hey, you go away. I'll take this boy and raise him myself." We have to be careful with our words to our children. The second thing that really hurts children is when promises, we make promises to them and do not keep our promises. Ya pili ni wakati tunalaka mtoto lakini hatutimize vile tulimulaka. You know what that does to our children? We're teaching them to lie. We promise them something just to keep them quiet or to make them feel better and then we don't fulfill our promise that hurts our children. Something else that really is difficult for the children and makes them angry is when we don't teach them along the way. Na kitu kingine kinasirikisha watoto ni wakati la tuwasaidie wakati wako nafanya kitu. 
And they end up doing something that upsets us and we just burst forth in anger. Here's what I mean by that. Let's say a child is going along through his life and misbehaving. And we don't teach them what's wrong with what they're doing. And then our patience gets less and less and less until finally we just explode. And then we just get so angry all of a sudden and they don't really even know why we're angry. That hurts the children. And then the fourth thing I want to mention is hypocrisy. Hypocrisy, when we say we come to church and we're acting all dignified and proper, like we've got it all together. But then we go home and we start acting like the devil that crushes the spirit of our children. We act so good in church or in front of other people, in front of the family. But then we go back into our home and we start doing things that are so bad. Children are bewildered by that. I want you to notice that in all the relationships we have with parents and their children, in all the relationships we've talked about, it takes both sides to have good relationship. For husbands and wives, it takes both the husband and the wife to have a good relationship. For parents and their children, it takes both parents and children to work on their side to make a good relationship. As we are going into this message today, I'm only going to do part of this message. I want to start by looking at an example of a father and son in the Bible. I would like to look at the example of David and Solomon. Now we don't have a whole lot of information, but there are some things we can learn. First, I want to say to you, you know, David is like one of my favorite people in the whole Bible. Do you guys like David? He's a man after God's own heart. He's a great warrior. He's a great worshiper. He's a man who led all of Israel into great victory. But he was a terrible father. Really bad. I don't know if you know the whole story, but I want to tell you some pieces. He started out as a very bad father. Let's look at his children. His oldest son was a man named Amnon. Amnon raped his own sister. 
Amna alibaka dada yake. Nikusema alilala na mdogo yake mwanamke. That was That was his first son. Ule ndio mtoto wake wa kwanza. His second son was named Absalom. Mtoto wake wa pili anaitwa Absalom. Absalom was so filled with hatred for his brother Amnon who raped his sister that he killed Amnon. Absalom alikasirika sana juu ya ndugu yake Amnon mwenye alibaka ndugu yao mwanamke na yeye alikuwa na kisirani mpaka alifika mkuuwa. The third and Amnon Absalom also tried to kill his father David. Na huyo Absalom alipima hata kuua baba yake kwa kubeba kiti ya enzi. And he tried to take the kingdom away from David. Alipenda kubeba ufalme kumganya baba yake. Did some very terrible things in front of the whole country. Na alifanya vitu vibaya mbele ya mgini mzima. Those are two losers of sons. Hapa ni watoto wawili wenye walishapotea kabisa. The third one is a man named Adonijah. Watatu anaitwa Adonijah. He also tried to set him up as king himself up as king before David died. And he was always trying to scheme how he could become king and finally the Lord had to discipline him and kill him. Na after these sons had already grown up along comes Solomon. Sasa katika cha watoto wote kisha watoto wote walikuwa shakomala kuna kwa sasa Solomon. Solomon though David did a better job with him. Solomon ni yule mwenye Daudi alifanya kazi mzuri naye. And we're going to see how we know that in a few minutes. Na tutakwenda kujifunza namna gani ilikuwa. So we learn from how David parented from Solomon his son who wrote the book of Proverbs. Tunajifunza kwa kusema Daudi alikuwa baba mzuri kupitia mtoto wake Solomon mwenye aliandika kitabu ya uh, Proverbs. Proverbs each chapter of Proverbs starts out like this. Listen to me my son. Kila kitabu ndani ya Proverbs inaanza kusema na maneno kama sikia mtoto yangu. Unisikie. That's a command to all of us. Inakuwa ni agizo yenyewe baba anapatia mtoto yake. If we listen We're going to improve in our lives. Tukisikia tutaendelea mzuri maisha yetu. If we listen to the Lord's discipline, it will change us and we'll be set in the right path. Tukisikia maagizo ya Mungu anatupatia itabadilisha maisha yetu. As young people, if you will listen to your adults in your life, it's going to shape you and correct you and keep you from going a bad way. Kama vijana, kama mnaendelea kusikia wazazi wenu itamsaidia The Bible commands us to listen. Biblia inatuagiza kusikia. Children have to stop and listen to their parents. Watoto wanapasha kusimama na kusikia wazazi wao. Those of you who don't have your children with you here, you can be very helpful by teaching the kids to listen to their mom and dad. Mwe pale watoto wenu wabiko hapa, mnapasha kujikaza kwa kuwafundisha wa kuwa na heshima wa baba yao na wa mama yao. I think the people who can be most helpful in that is this group of people here. Sasa wenyewe anaweza saidia wale watoto sana sana. When you tell If you guys who are about in your young early 20s late teens. Kama nyinyi wenye mko na ma 18 ans kupanda. Kids who are like 10 years old, they look at you like you are amazing. Watoto wale wako na miaka kidogo sasa mwenye uko na 10 ans, beko na miona sasa mwe mko ba ajabu. They think you're the most 
cool people in the planet. They look at someone like me and they go, oh, he's an old man. But they look at you and they go, oh, these are cool people. We're going to be like you pretty soon. If you, as the cool people, tell them you better listen to your parents, they'll listen. You help the whole church by getting kids to listen to their parents. We have to help each other grow. Fathers and mothers, you need to take time to teach your children. You know, as parents, we get tired. We get tired of all the yelling and running around in the house. We just want things to be quiet. Just give me peace. That's why fathers say, go to your mother. And mothers say, go to your father. We just don't want to be bothered. But you know, we have to stop that and we have to take time to explain things to our children. Half the time when they're disobeying, they just are out of their minds. They don't know what they're doing. It's your job to teach them. The other half the time they're rebellious and, and then you have to discipline them. Don't be afraid to discipline your children. Now I think in this in this room in this room we have a lot of people who are not afraid to discipline their children. If I was speaking more to a, a room full of uh, white Americans, they might feel a little differently about that. But I know you Africans, you're not afraid. I remember some Nepali uh, teenagers were acting so bad in the service one time. My wife went to them saying, why are you being so bad? Why don't you stop? And you know what they said? They said, if Pastor Andy would just come and slap us, we'd be good. That's not possible. <laughs> Maybe back in Nepal you can do that, but you can't do that here. And besides that, we want the goodness of their life to come from the inside, not because they're afraid I'm going to slap them. So how do we solve this problem? We have to teach the children how they're supposed to be. Parents, it's your job to teach your children. One of the things you have to do in your children is to build faith in them. Parents, you have to be a good example of faith in their life. Parents, you have to pray with your children. Parents, you need to see 
Are there, your children need to see you pray when there's a crisis that comes into your home. Watoto wako wanapaswa kukuona wewe mzazi wakati mambo iko mbaya ndani ya nyumba unaenda kuomba. There's nothing wrong with calling 911. But while you're calling 911 you're saying oh Jesus help us will you please help us right now you call on him. Lakini mbele uite 911 unamuita kwanza Yesu. Yesu tusaidie na kisha ndio naita 911. Teach uh, parents you need to teach your children about the Bible. Don't leave that job just up to me and up to the teachers in the Sunday school class. Fathers, you have to be the pastor in your home. Mothers, you have to be the teachers in your home teach your children the bible mama wewe unapasha kuwa mwalimu mwenyewe unafundisha watoto yako kunyumba teach your children all the bible stories uwafundishe watoto wako hadithi yote ya mbiblia so that when they come to class here they already know ili wakati wanakuya kumasomo walishajua beauty so that your children already know when there's a problem in their life what do they do na watoto wako watajua kila wakati mambo yanakuwa maisha yao watafanya nini they know they have to go to Jesus. Wanajua kusema watenda kwa Yesu. They're only going to learn that by watching you. Batafunda paka kwa kukuona wewe unavifanya. They're only going to learn that by listening to you. Bataifunza kwa kukusikia wewe. Parents share the word of God with your children. Wazazi mtumike wala muhubiri neno wa Mungu na watoto wenu. I realized that I've made my sermon too long today. I have so much in my heart I want to share with you. So in two weeks from now I'm going to continue this message. 